Hello, hello my friends, my family, my community, my tribe. Welcome to the Hippie Moms Podcast. You are here with me. Thank you. I love you. I am so excited. Um, As usual, I love the conversations I get to bring to this community. And to be honest, I don't know the ripple effect that they have in the world. All I know is it's my job to publish and get these messages and this energy out to the listeners that are here, that are listening every week, that I love so much and dearly. And uh, this conversation is so good. There's so much gold in here. I just got done re-listening to it. And today we are going to be listening to a conversation between Angie King and I um, about weight loss and the nervous system. Now, as I publish this, we're in almost the third week of January. And so we're, you know, everyone's in their New Year's resolutions. Maybe some of it's faded. But this, I believe, is the perfect timing for this conversation because I think we got to get our New Year's resolutions out of the way. And then we can start to come back and see why it is. And maybe it's working for you. But, but most of the time, our resolutions don't stick. They don't work. We kind of talked about this in an earlier podcast. But just to reiterate that point, Angie King is here to talk about why it's so important if we really want to lose weight to attend to the nervous system. Angie is a functional medicine dietitian, transformative life and spiritual coach, and shamanic energy medicine practitioner. Yeah, girl. She truly cares so much about women's health and well-being, and she's on a mission to help as many women as possible to effortlessly lose those last, you know, 15 pounds that you have. I I know I, I was there 15. Actually, mine was like 30 pounds without deprivation dieting, by healing adrenal fatigue, and rebalancing their overactive nervous system. Her passion um, in helping women comes really, is all about being in right relationship with our bodies, minds, and spirits through the weight loss journey. Um, I just love Angie. She's a dear friend of mine, and I really wanted to bring her on so that we could talk, because we talk a lot about this. Like, If we want to make any changes in our life, we have to attend to the nervous system because the nervous system can only hold so much. And if we want more abundance, we want more peace, we want change in our lives, we have to come home to our bodies. We have to attune and attend to this beautiful nervous system that does so much for us. And so what I hope is that this conversation lights up little things in you, gives you a little ahas. And remember, those are the breadcrumbs. Um, I'm also going to make sure that you can connect with Angie on the link below. And yeah, and just, you know, it's all about, it's all about spreading the information that's there, but really what is speaking to your heart. That's what you need to pay attention to. Okay. All right, let's get going. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Hippie Moms podcast. And I'm so excited to have Angie King with us back. Welcome back, Angie. Thank you, Becky. I'm excited to be here again. I I am so excited. And, you know, you and I get to spend a lot of time together, which is so nice. Well, of course, I'm always wanting more time with you. And, but we always, we, we have this conversation and about weight loss. And I was like, we need to talk about this 
for hippie moms. They need to hear this because how many of us are so focused on losing weight? We diet, Mm -hmm. it's restrictive. It's horrible experience. We might lose the weight, then it always comes back with a vengeance. Like it's this cycle. And, and then there's always like a new fad, a new trend, like a new diet, a new way of living. And we're all overwhelmed and we try it and maybe it works for short time again. And then it comes back and we're, then we're back in the same cycle. And what I love to do is, is, is bring some inspiration and hope to all these women that are in the cycles and, and help them really understand what the weight is, what it represents and kind of moving from a place of deeper understanding that we're going to get to. Beautiful. Sound good? Yeah, that's what I'm about too. So yeah. Yeah. I know. It's days. what you're all about. It's what you're helping <laughs> so many women yeah. do right now. And it's, it's so exciting, you know, because I really do believe what you're offering is, is kind of this glimpse of hope and this deepening understanding. So let's kind of break it down a little bit. Um, why, why is it that diets don't work? Like, cause it's like, it's, it's like everyone knows it yet. They still try new diets, even right. though it don't work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's an interesting thing. Yeah. I just did want to speak to, to that as well. Just that, you know, like for me growing up, that was just like a normal part of my existence. You know, like I was overweight uh, as a kid, I, I gained a lot of weight once I moved in with my grandparents when I was about, I think I was in the, I was in kindergarten or first grade and, um, you know, just got into this emotional eating pattern. Right. Because I mean, I didn't have my parents anymore and I was living with my grandparents and, um, they were emotional feeders and, and, you know, I just became an emotional eater. (laughs) So, but I was always trying to lose weight. My aunt was trying to lose weight. And uh, she always had the next diet, you know, and it just became a normal thing to uh, go through this, you know, to have this sort of like embarking on another stressful diet, Mm -hmm. you know, and of course the stress comes from like really wanting to be accepted, wanting to be loved, right? Like really that's what we want when we're trying to lose weight right? We're trying to make ourselves look how we think we need to look in order to be loved. Yes. And that comes from the belief that we're not loved, mm-hmm. right? That we're not enough, that something's missing from us that, you know, and so, and that can look a lot of different ways for different women, but really, you know, it's all the same thing. And so, you know, we'll, we will muster up all of our willpower to do something that is uncomfortable, that doesn't, is not sustainable. Um, and you know, that's based on the model of, of deprivation Mm -hmm. and shame Mm -hmm. and also like waging war on the body, right? Like, you know, sort of beating it into submission or starving it into submission. Mm. It's, you know, it's very, it's, it's a toxic masculine diet culture. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I love, I, you know, I love that idea of looking at like, we're waging war on ourselves on this vehicle that we're, we're in and we're so out of alignment 
with it. Mm -hmm. And so we go and use these different ways that, you know, all the, and I mean, you just think about all the things that are out there telling us we're not enough. You need this to look better. You need this to be, and really it all comes down to that feeling of if I lose weight, if I look a certain way, one, I'll be happier. I'll be happier when right. And then other people will want me, like me, love me, whatever. And it's, but I don't, but is that true? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is that really true? You know, yeah. like I had the experience of, you know, I had this transformation in high school and from junior high to high school. And I finally cracked the code, I actually did it in a really good, healthy way. Um, but what I found was that I still didn't feel enough, you know, and people were still mean, even after I lost all the weight, they were, had a different reason to mm. criticize, right? Now, now it was like, they weren't calling me fat and like making fun of me for that. They were, there were girls who were jealous, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. And guys who, you know, if they got rejected, then wanted to like, spread lies or, you know, like kind of get back at me for not, um, you know, accepting whatever their affection or, um, you know, so there's just all these, it's not, that's the weight is not changing your weight is not going to change, uh, you know, those inner dynamics and the dynamics between people. Um, yeah. And so, and you said something earlier about, yeah, like I'll be happy when, mm-hmm. um, and it's true that, you know, like we can, we, it, it does feel good to look good. Right. But we really have to feel good within ourselves first. It's not like, oh, I need to look good so I can be happy. Right. right? When we really find that inner peace and come into that place of deep self-love and allyship with our bodies, mm. then the body naturally reflects that balance and that mm. love and that vitality, mm. right? That inner beauty. Oh, I mean, yes. I feel that 100%. It wasn't until I was like, okay, body. I've been hating you my whole life and it's not working. I'm going to try something different. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm going to try loving you. What does that even mean? Mm-hmm. What does it even mean to love your body? Mm-hmm. Especially when you've hated it forever. You know, you have to build new neurological pathways and new ways of being in your own skin. Mm-hmm. And so can, can we talk about that a little bit? Like, what is that transformation and what does that mean? Because mm-hmm. What I'm hoping the listeners are getting, like, it's not the weight loss that's going to make you happy. You're still the same person inside. The weight is just representing something. Is, is that, would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. Right. Because weight, even in just, you know, red, regular medical terms, like if you look up studies on weight, it's, it's energy balance, right? It's mm. an imbalance of energy. And they're think, they're talking about calories, right? But also, you know, emotions, energy in motion, right? That it's what's behind the physical um, presentation is 
something deeper, right? It's the emotion. It's the unexpressed emotion. Um, it's unexpressed. A lot of the times it can, it, it's unexpressed personal power, right? That the body is just reflecting. Um, and, and really, you know, to, to see ourselves as we truly are, um, is being in our power, right? Because we see the truth about who we are. We know who and what we are as limitless, you know, powerful, mm. creative beings. Nothing can, can be more, is more powerful than that, right? Than a person, a woman who is in her power, in her knowing, yeah. in her truth, mm. you know? And when we're not in our truth, when we're not in our knowing, you know, that, that leads us to make, uh, and we're disempowered, it leads us to make unconscious, disempowering decisions, disempowering choices, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that lead to uh, an energetic imbalance. Mm -hmm. And so the weight is just a symptom of that. Um, and to bring it more onto the physical plane, you know, when we're holding these, you know, we get, we get conditioned, right? We get programmed. We get, we inherit these limiting lines of thinking, ways of seeing ourselves and ways of being with ourselves. And, you know, they, they're limiting energies that, that, you know, they're not in resonance with the truth. Yeah. And that's always going to be dysregulating to the nervous system right? Mm. Because it's not in alignment with truth. Um, on the other side of it, when we are in resonance with the truth, you know, our nervous system feels calm and expansive, right? And so it's that nervous system response to these limiting think lines of thinking mm. um, that are, is creating then um, it, you know, the nervous system is tied in with the adrenals, right? And so if you've got that constant limiting belief system on loop, you know, this something's wrong with me, which you won't be conscious of, <laughs> you right. know, it's like something's wrong with me. Something's missing from me. Something is, you know, I'm not, I don't matter. I'm not important. Yeah. Um, I don't deserve to feel good. I don't deserve love, you know, like all those, you know, limiting belief systems, uh, that creates, you know, dysregulation in the nervous system. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then that in turn stimulates the adrenal glands, you know, our, our glands that produce our stress hormones, mm -hmm. uh, to be chronically, you know, pumping out, uh, levels of, of stress hormones that, um, you know, is unhealthy for us. Mm -hmm. And that, creates more other hormonal imbalances and that, you know, raises insulin levels and estrogen levels. And then you've got all the cravings that ensue from there where you're not just, you know, trying to emotionally numb yourself with these foods, but you're literally trying to, you're being driven now yeah. hormonally, you know, to eat more so you can store more fat. It's just this big yeah. <laughs> cascade, right? And so, um, it's for me, you know, it's really about, yes, we need to do the physical work of healing the adrenals. Um, we need to do the physical work of, um, but it's also emotional. It's, it's, it, you can't separate them out. 
of repatterning the nervous system so that then the weight falls off effortlessly. Mm. You don't actually have to deprive yourself. You don't have to go on a diet, you know, to, to, for the weight to come off. You will make changes to your diet, right? Because when you come into alignment and allyship with your body, um, you come into, you do that work to uh, disengage yourself from these limiting lines of thinking. Mm-hmm. You're not going to want to numb out anymore. Yes. You're not going to want to, you know, overeat. You're just not. Yeah. And so it just becomes like what you do and you're not going to want to sit around and, you know, just be sedentary. You're going to come online. You're going to come alive. You're going to get out there and get out into the mountains or get out into the forest or, you know, just like get around in your neighborhood. (laughs) Yeah, totally. Yeah. Okay. I love this so much because, um, I, I think, and I believe, I mean, just being healthy in general can be so confusing for so many people. Mm -hmm. I have so many friends that have gone to so many doctors, never figured out what's wrong with them. What's wrong with them. They're already going out trying to find what's wrong with me. Um, and not getting the answers mm-hmm. and, and what you said about the nervous system and constantly being in this fight or flight, which is how we're sh- shown to live. You know, I mean, it's always reflected back to this constant, like go, go, go. And, you know, and numb out. But so what you're really, what I'm hearing is, is we, we need to come in and calm the nervous system. Uh-huh. We need to, and and so, like, how do we do that? I mean, uh, there's some obvious ones, but I want you to lead us here. What, like, what? How do you help your the women that come into your program? Like, how do you help uh-huh. them get to that place of like breathing and just you know healing, right? Because we can only heal uh-huh. when we're when our nervous system is calm. Uh-huh. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a few different ways, you know, a few different things that we do, the elements of how I work with women. um, I mean, the main thing is holding space for them to Mm -hmm. slow down and come into this moment, Um, holding space for them to you know, just notice to slow down and just notice Mm. what's coming up, you know, like what's been disturbing my peace and really just coming into a space of just observing that versus, you know, because it's a thought, you know, it's a thought that is just on loop, on loop, right? What we tend to do is just believe it, not even question it. Don't even know that we're thinking, Mm -hmm. right? We just think we are that. Right. Yeah. Completely identified, right. Mm -hmm. With this thought, which, you know, could never even, you know, come close to holding the vastness of who and what you really are. (laughs) Speck of dust that you're trying to squeeze into. And if it's really uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. you know, it, it feels really crappy to try and fit into, you know, that, that limited perspective. So holding space for women to, um, you know, get into the breath, come into the present moment, step back, let go of identification Mm -hmm. with this limited thought 
recognize it, see it for what it is and, you know, observe it, hold space for it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but, you know, you, that, you know, it sounds simple, but, you know, we have to, there's, there's some time and space that, um, and, and coming into, you know, working with the breath and, you know, that is required to come into the present moment so that we can get still enough mm-hmm. to come into that place of self-observation. Yes. Right. So, um, for me, you know, the way that I lead that, I mean, I'm also a shamanic practitioner, you know, there's energy work that I'm doing to support that receptivity, Mm -hmm. um, as I'm guiding women into, you know, through a deep process Mm -hmm. of coming into the present moment, doing that self-observation and then also doing the healing work, right? Like the, the work of, of, um, of unraveling and untying the knots, right? That of these limited perceptions, calling in spiritual support mm-hmm. as well, because we're not doing this alone. We can't do this alone, yeah. right? Like these patterns, these programs, you know, that we inherit, that also, you know, are, you know, really driven in deeper by trauma, mm-hmm. right? Like we are not, we alone, like our personality, the intellect cannot undo that, mm-hmm. right? It's just going to actually um, get in the way. Mm-hmm. Of, so we have to come into the space of getting out of the way of that, you know, letting go of the identification and then calling in our allies, calling in spiritual support. Uh, to come in and untie the knots mm-hmm. uh, to support us, you know, and asking for support uh, to, you know, for being in coherence yeah. with the truth mm-hmm. about us. And so there's that work that um, we do on a regular basis because the more time we spend in these states of present moment awareness and um, which requires and is just synonymous with unconditional love for mm-hmm. whatever is arising in yes. our experience, right? Um, emotionally, energetically, sensationally, mm-hmm. like really welcoming all of that. Um, the more time we spend in these states, which, you know, help to calm the nervous system, uh, the nervous system is always going to you know, simmer down and just purr when we come into this place of no resistance, Mm. unconditional love, infinite patience for our process. You know, it's just, it feels so good. And so when we allow ourselves to be, to spend time in these, this state of awareness, you know, every time we do that, every time we meet something uncomfortable, right. Meet it in this way. Yeah. difficult emotion in this way, or a traumatic memory in this way, um, it, there's a little repatterning that happens of the nervous system, right? And we, ex, it, we expand the nervous system's capacity to hold whatever's coming up and to feel safe mm. in whatever's coming up. We create this sense of safety and you can't unknow that you can't unfeel that. Yes. Right. And so, uh, the more t- 
times we allow ourselves to come into that space, the more likely it is that we're going to, that's how we're going to begin to meet these difficult emotions, even when we're not in a session and having that space held for us. Mm. Right. So that's one way that, you know, that we, um, that I work with women. I, and then, I just, I just want to yeah. stop you quickly because I, yeah. I feel like I just want to reiterate this is what you're saying is in order for the nervous system to calm down, we have to feel safe in the experience of the thoughts, the feelings, the things that are arising within us yeah. rather than if we feel unsafe, we push them down, suppress, suppress, or oppress, and then we numb out. Mm -hmm. We find something to feel that so we don't have to feel what is coming up. Mm -hmm. So it, it takes courage mm -hmm. and a, and a repatterning, like you said, that when things come up, instead of running, we, we stay and we are mm -hmm. safe. The feelings and emotions are truly what I'm learning and through my own healing and through our conversations is it's just, it's just energy. And right. I don't want to say just energy because the energy mm -hmm. can be uncomfortable, but mm -hmm. we're safe in that moment to actually feel what's coming up for us. Mm -hmm. And what I love is in, and why I really want to say, because I, in so many of these, the thoughts that we have, and the things we don't feel safe, we create fear and the nervous system begins to. So it's really reminding ourselves like we are safe mm -hmm. in this. Mm -hmm. And I love how you're creating and holding that space for women. And it is also something, I think, a seed that can be planted right here, right now is just, you know, just creating that awareness of, oh, I'm thinking this thought and I'm safe to think it. And I'm also safe to question it. And what are the feelings that arise in that? I'm safe in this entire human experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So thank you. I just wanted to like, and if you have to add anything on and then let's move on to the next, what, what you were about to say. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you for summarizing that. So, so beautifully. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I think what, yeah, what else, what I was also, well, I loved how you, you pointed out that really it is just energy and yeah, our thoughts are just thoughts, right? And they are just energy, these limited energies that are, it's like they're energetic phenomena that are just mm -hmm. arising and dissipating, you know, and, and the, you know, the, um, the life cycle of an emotion, you know, this is 90 seconds, right? It like, it will move through very quickly, unless we grab on, right? If, unless we identify with the thought behind it. And if we're identified mm -hmm. with the thought behind it, uh, and we believe that thought to be true, a fear-based thought, uh, then that's what um, makes it hold, mm -hmm. right? It doesn't allow it to move through. Um, and so, yeah, it's just a thought. It's just energy. It doesn't actually have any power without our belief in mm. it. And at the same time, we do need it. What it needs is just to be seen for what it is to be allowed. Right. Because if we're believing in it, we're resisting it. Yes. So when we let go of our belief in it, 
and we stop identifying with it and we see it for what it is and we welcome it into our experience, that's when it can actually let go mm. and move through. So it does need to be felt and, yeah. you know, and it's perfectly okay and allowed to feel how you feel in any given moment. Yes. Right. Yes. Even though it's just energy, that doesn't mean, oh, just bypass it. Right. Right. Just like, oh, it's just energy. Just moving on. Yeah. Be positive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. We're missing the whole point. If we do right. that, uh-huh. we're, we're, yeah. we're, we're missing out on our healing. Mm-hmm. We bypass it. Yes. Right. Yeah. So and it's going to stay stuck in the body because the body holds everything, right? right? It holds it until we're ready to, to feel it and process yeah. it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how I see extra weight. You know, it's just unexpressed emotion, unexpressed power. Yes. Yeah. It's just an invitation to become more aware. You know, we can wake up through our weight loss journey. We Mm. can wake up through any kind of, you know, physical ailment or disease. It's, it's an opportunity for enlightenment Mm. and healing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I love that so much. And it, it really takes away. Well, it doesn't take away, but this whole idea of like losing weight is hard, you know, being healthy is hard. You know, if that's our story, that's our belief, then it will be right. Right. And it's easy to say, Oh, I'm just going to think it's easy. And it's not about that, but it's about trusting in the process and also, you know, having your allies, you know, having people like you and people that can help guide because it can feel like a very lonely journey Mm -hmm. because it's something that we feel so much shame about. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so we, yeah, we sort of hide out because of the shame, right. That Mm -hmm. shame program that's running so we isolate ourselves and try to do it all on our own right right and just try to get this figured out before anybody notices (laughs) yeah yeah and we're not supposed to suffer alone you know it's we're here to heal together Mm -hmm. um so once we and, and I think what's so beautiful is when we can start to really attune to you know doing things to help calm the nervous system, feel what's there to be felt and start holding space for ourselves unconditionally. Right. Cause mm-hmm. that, and that, that, that's a learned practice, you know, mm-hmm. cause we were from a very young age, we didn't feel safe in our feelings. Right. Right. Yeah. Because our parents didn't feel safe in our feelings and their feelings mm-hmm. and their parents and their parents. And so it does. It takes us the courage to kind of, you know, come and, and feel safe in some of the things that we feel most vulnerable in. So mm-hmm. now that we understand that, like what, and what I'm hoping is that our listeners can have just this deepener, deepening understanding, you're planting seeds, Angie, and we're really what I believe helping shift the perspective of weight loss, right? Mm-hmm. And so what are some other things that kind of encompass this shift? Mm-hmm. 
Well, um, you know, being a sh coming from a shamanic background, you know, I also, it's important, you know, on, you know, when we're embarking upon transformation to connect with a vision first, mm. right? To really feel into uh, the vision for, you know, what, and, and like what it feels like now mm. to be this healed, empowered version mm. of ourselves, you know, the one who's already done all the work, who already exists you know, it's just all timelines. We're living a multi-dimensional <laughs> universe yeah. that's all yeah. happening now. And mm -hmm. so that version of us that is, has already done all the healing work, who's already done all the, um, you know, the unraveling and the, um, the nervous system work and, uh, to, you know, shape shift, uh, she already, she exists. And so connecting with her mm -hmm. and allowing yourself to feel what it feels like to be her and to kind of, you know, invite her in as an ally and let her show you how she spends her time, mm. you know, things that she does and the practices that she does just kind of give you a glimpse of what it's who you're becoming. Mm -hmm. Because if you know that, right, then you're going to, it's going to inspire you. Um, you're, you're already creating new neural pathways, right? By tapping and in, tuning into what I call the inner goddess um, and, you know, who I guide my students to connect with, right? Mm -hmm. And build an altar to, and, you know, work with as an ally. Um, and, and to work with on a regular basis, you know, when difficult emotions come up or when cravings come up, um, you know, when shame comes up, you know, when it's something that feels really hard to shake, calling on her, mm -hmm. asking her to download you, to do energy work on you, you know, to give you a healing mm -hmm. and tell you exactly what you need to know right now mm -hmm. in this moment. Um, working with her in that way is really, um, powerful and part of the work that mm -hmm. I do with women. And, um, and, and also, uh, shamanic healing work to help, you know, to call in spiritual support to, um, make the process more easeful, you mm -hmm. know, calling in support to help, you know, women in the groups that I work in to let go of whatever need they need to let go of, right. That's creating a disconnect, um, you know, and to call in high frequency support, you know, to help illuminate their mm -hmm. consciousness, mm -hmm. um, so that they can spend more time in the truth mm -hmm. of their being. And so, you know, it's, it's, we have practices, there's that having space held, there's, you know, the shamanic healing work. Um, and, but then there's also the physical stuff too. Like, you know, because there is, there is a way to eat that is going to prime the metabolism, mm -hmm. uh, that it's going to be help balance hormones. It's going to nourish the adrenals. There are plant medicines to work with herbs to work with, right. That are going to support the nervous system mm -hmm. and, you know, being more calm. And, you know, that are going to 
um, slow down, dampen that cortisol production, right? So that you're coming out of fight or flight and you're in a, a calmer, more peaceful state. Um, you know, so you're not doing it alone. They're either working with some plant allies, mm. you know, to support that nervous system regulation. Um, yeah. And so I have like an archetypal eating system that I draw from, you know, that I, they help women to personalize their nutrition mm. in a way that's going to help balance their hormones, reduce cravings, you know, cause we got to support the body because it's, yes. it's really hard to work against your physiology. <laughs> it, well, it doesn't work. No, it doesn't. It just, it just creates more suffering. Really? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's really like understanding that your body is your ally. It mm-hmm. loves you. It loves you so much. And it wants, all it wants is our attention and love, you know, I, but we're, yeah. we're on the, the thoughts we're spinning in our thoughts and we're not even landing in our body. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And that's, you bring, you know, working with the body as an ally, that's a big part of the work that I do yeah. with women. well. And what I find and what I didn't even quite realize when I started doing this, but now it's sort of all the dots are connecting. It's like, Oh yeah, this is part of the nervous system regulation work. When you work with your body as an ally, when you shift from, you know, the perspective that your body is just this like rogue machine, you know, and that's yeah. like working against you and, and your weight, you know, trying to, you know, having to like fight it, uh, you shift into like saying hello to your body, right? And saying yes. hello to all of your cells and recognizing appreciating that like every cell is a unit of consciousness that has chosen to be here to support your evolution (laughs) it's really miraculous yeah it it is and it's it and they respond you like when you come into that shamanic perspective of like all elementals all of nature is responsive to human consciousness and the body is not apart from that, like this, your body is nature. So it is an elemental. And so your cells are responding to you. And like, when you start talking to your body sweetly and thanking it for everything that it does for you, acknowledging it and also giving it instructions, you know, like, okay, we're going to work together now. Right. Like it's time to frequency It's time to recalibrate and giving Mm -hmm. you a new set of instructions where that in and of itself, it sends a message to the nervous system, the nervous system, you'll feel safe, right? Because there's this relationship now, this loving, supportive relationship now, right? Whereas before, if you're waging war, well, of course your nervous system's going to be freaked out, you know? (laughs) Yeah. So it's very simple and yet very profound. And I find that women love doing this work. Um, and, uh, yeah, just, you know, it brings a sense of power, like, Oh, I can talk to my body and it will listen to me Mm -hmm. and it will respond. It will do, you know, what I'm asking it to, it wants to, it wants to work with me. Um, and, and yeah. And just bringing in like that sense of like, this vessel, you know, being sacred, right? And then what we put into it, 
knowing that, you know, that this is an elemental, right? It responds to my consciousness as well. I can speak love and healing, health, vitality, beauty into this water Mm -hmm. and, and ask it to be the medicine that I need right now, whatever that is beyond my own understanding. Totally. I can turn this into medicine. I can turn my food into medicine with mm-hmm. my intention, right? And so we become highly intentional, seeing everything as sacred, seeing everything as medicine, mm-hmm. being grateful, right? As we take it in, really slowing down and allowing ourselves to feel it, you know, to, to activate all of our senses. That and that is also part of nervous system regulation work, mm-hmm. right? It's like tantric eating and living, just like you know, devouring the lovely life juices, <laughs> you, know, just in, you know, just, yes. yeah, uh, taking in the nectar mm. of life, you know, with every, in everything that we do, nothing calms a nervous system the way that that does. Mm. Right. And so, beautiful. Um, yeah, yeah. I feel so, that. Mm-hmm. I feel yeah. that I'm always talking to my food, blessing my food, blessing yeah. my water, like, and just slowing, like you said, slowing down, you know, just being in presence with what you're eating, what you're consuming. And just that in itself is, it's so mm-hmm. magical. It really mm-hmm. is. Oh my goodness, Andy, this is so, this is so amazing. Um, I feel like there is, there's so much more that we could dive into. Um, for time's sake, like I, I know that you brought, you are offering our listeners a free gift. Yes. I and know. what is that exactly? Yeah, it's a free training. It's called Four Keys to Weight Loss That Stays Off. Love it. Yeah. And uh, also, yeah, just because, you know, we know that 95% of people who, you know, successfully lose weight will gain it back. but it's because, you know, it's, it's an approach that's not in resonance with the nervous system. Like most of what people are doing is not in with the nervous system. You know, it's coming from fear. It's coming from shame, you know? And so, um, yeah, uh, I just want to offer a quick, um, training, a way to dive in a little more to, you know, a new approach you know, a a new, more feminine, divine feminine approach, um, Mm. you know, and, and just to, um, yeah, give listeners, a uh, an opportunity to, to get a little more info on, you know, how you can just stop with all the deprivation dieting and, and lose weight effortlessly Mm. and sustainably. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Thank you. Thank you so much. I know that this is, it's just, a, it's an opportunity, my friends, to go deeper. You know, you have this conversation, you feel that little nudge and so all you have to do is go to the show notes and Angie's free gift will be right there for you to take. Angie, thank you. You know, I know you'll be back with us because you're one of my regulars and I just love you. And I'm just so grateful that we can just bring a new perspective, a new way of looking at our bodies. And it's it will revolutionize the way that you that you show up in your world. You know, even if you just just start loving, you know, doing little things to honor and love your body, you know, and 
and it takes time and this isn't a quick fix. This is about kind of really creating a new way of being. And Angie's here to support you. If you need more support, she's here. She's helping, she's helping so many women. Um, and I get to hear little little things about it. And it's so beautiful. Oh my gosh, just the the things that are happening and the women that are their lives are shifting. I mean, you're really in your in your power, you're in your work, and you're you're here to help other, you know, others. You're leading our leading the way, Angie. Thank you. Oh, thank you so much, Becky. <laughs> appreciate your reflection and I appreciate you and all the work that you're doing and this community that you've built and that you nurture and support in the ways that you do. It's just so beautiful to witness. And, yeah. Love fest. Yay. <laughs> Thank you. I, I'm so honored. It's just such, it's so much fun for me. It doesn't even, you know, it, it's just like you, I know it's just, we're, when you're attuned to it and you're in it, it's just, it's all I can ever think about, all I really wanna do. And I know that's the truth for you. And so we just want to, you know, help other women, you know, and help us all to evolve and, mm -hmm. and move into this unconditional love and the truth of who we are, which is, which is love. That's it, that mm -hmm. we're just love. <laughs> feel so good. And that's what we came here for. We came here to feel good. Yes, and play and have fun, right? This is this is what we're, where we're moving to. So, all right, Angie, thank you again, and thank you, everyone. We'll catch you on the next Hippie Moms podcast. Bye.